welcome back to Rent Free Cinema with me. I'm your host, Nathan Scholes, and this is my favorite co-host, Lisa Scholes. Hi. Uh, we're here to talk with you about movies for November. Um, kind of starting off the list uh, and talking about the show. It's still a new show to us. We're just starting it. Uh, the, the show is about movies that live with us rent-free in our minds for good or for worse. And we want to talk about uh, November and kind of the first things we think about with November, it's the end of autumn. So of course, what's the first thing that kind of comes to your my, my, uh, mind? Uh, largely, it's movies that can transition me from, you know, fall into Christmas that aren't quite Christmas, you know? And yeah. I think of rom-coms and, you know, those fun autumn colors that you tend to see you know, in things like uh, While You Were Sleeping, um, Love While You Were Sleeping. Uh, it even starts off, you know, <laughs> she's talking about a scene where everything's orange and she's like, I don't remember it being this orange. Um, and while While You Were Sleeping actually takes place over like Christmas and New Year's, uh, I feel like it's not overt enough for it to feel like I'm watching a Christmas movie. It, it's not strictly a Christmas movie. Yeah. I mean, it takes place during Christmas, but it's kind of just that overall end of year, beginning of a new, and that's kind of the way it is with the characters too. Yeah, yeah. And I love the, the feelings that you get out of it. Like, it's a great comedy, super, super awesome. Like, you're you're always rooting for her and Bill Pullman to get together. And Is it is it Sandra Bullock's best rom-com? Um... That, it's it's definitely up there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I would argue and say that Miss Congeniality is a rom-com. Sure. Yeah. Of course. I, it's not better than Miss Congeniality, because that's just, like, it's just fantastic. But I love her in this movie, and, like, she's insanely charismatic. Mm -hmm. Her and Bill Pullman have a great chemistry together. Um, it's not obvious to begin with, but, like, both of their persistent natures and kind of uh, they, they're not obvious picks for romantic partners. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, whoever did the casting on that Fantastic. did great. Yeah. Did great. Yeah. And I know one of your favorite um, fall movies is, of course, You've Got Mail. I love You've Got Mail. You know, if I knew your name and address, I would send you a bouquet of freshly sharpened pencils. Like, it's, it is the best rom-com, in my opinion. And it and it and I do think about it every fall. I think about it every spring. I I think it is probably one of my most frequently watched movies of all time, and probably one of my desert island movies is You've Got Mail. Yeah, well, and you know it helps that it covers you know all seasons of the year. You know yeah. it starts in the fall, and it ends in the spring. So I guess we miss summer, but really, who wants you know summer? You know, that's yeah. all hot and sweaty. So, well, and I think part of the reason I like it so much is it kind of feels like the dynamic sometimes between our relationship where they're kind of different and the opposites attract and kind of they, they clash and they con conflict, but then they like meld and, and realize the thing that they like about each other. And I don't know, it's just, it's fantastic. It pulls from so many different things. It's one of Nora Ephron's best, best movies, and she's had you know, tons of great movies. Tons of them. Like, I think that's the one person I miss most from 90s cinema is Nora Ephron. Yeah, yeah. All the characters are fantastic. Like, you love all of them. Like, they either bring a good quirkiness or, like, they're just 
insane and you know it's it's just a great yeah. great movie. I could do a whole video essay on you've got me on I probably <laughs> will in the future I'd be looking for that folks um, another one, you know, that's great for fall is When Harry Met Sally. You know? And I've not seen this, so we, we should probably watch this. Yeah, so I, we probably I watched, should. I've seen scenes through pop culture osmosis. Like, I know about the orgasm scene in the cafe. <laughs> of course, because, of like, course. that's just what people know. But outside of that, I don't really know much about the movie. Yeah, yeah. Out, even just outside of, like, you know, the plot of everything, you know, there are some awesome visuals, like, throughout, you know. So, they're driving... Uh, across the country into New York and like there's beautiful fall colors and all of that and it takes place over various holidays as well um, but like it's it's kind of one of those like imperfect um, relationship movies mm -hmm. where um, you're almost like should they end up together I don't know if necessarily that they should you know but they want to you know and i think that that's one of those things where you watch a lot of movies and you're just like oh they're destined to be together and this is one where you're just like no they want to be together like they choose it um so it's it's a good one another movie i don't know have you seen um the this next movie that's on our list sweet november uh Reeves? doesn't he doesn't he or she uh, fail to renew their driver's license and then they meet yeah so they meet at the DMV yeah the DMV and um, so he's like this workaholic yeah always um, busy and she's just a super free spirit and she basically Charlie Theron Charlie Theron and yeah. Keanu Reeves uh-huh um, and she makes him this offer to like spend a month with her but he has to do it like on her terms and you know cut off contact like no cell phones like no working none of that um and it you know changes his life and all of this stuff and like there's various hijinks that ensue and it's I, very heartwarming and sad at the same time i feel like i've seen it um and, and probably the way that i saw it was it was back when you know there was a single television in the home oh yeah and you know you rent something from blockbusters or smiths or whatever and and uh I think that's how I watched it was my mom liked it and that's kind of I was trapped in the living room and nothing else to do and I kind of watched it it'd be interesting to come back to and see if if I still like it yeah yeah that's a very good point yeah but solid thing I'll tell you the favorite rom-com I like from Keanu Reeves is The Lake House I love The, the Lake, Lake House. House is so good it is definitely one of those where like I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did um, especially, you know, cause it's got, you know, the whole time travel aspect without it really being time traveling. Right. Um, I mean, it's just, Keanu Reeves is a perfect pick for yeah. a rom-com. I mean, the guy is genuinely amazing. Like great guy. So he, he's a little easy on the eyes. He, that doesn't hurt. Is that all the rom-coms we want to cover? Yeah, so there is another like rom-com that kind of goes into another category that we're going to talk about. Yeah, we were joking around before the show, this this genre that we're calling it is Tracked With My Family uh, genre. And it kind of, these movies always tend to take place around a holiday, most of them around Thanksgiving. Um, but the movie that is the bridge between rom-coms, fall rom-coms, and Tracked With My Family is Dan in Real Life. Such a great movie. Uh, it's one of the first movies that um, uh, Steve Carell did um, after the monumental success of The Office starting. 
And it's part of the reason that uh, he was late to production. So if you want one backstory with this movie, um, they wanted the family members of this movie to kind of, the actors and actresses, to get kind of used to each other and build a chemistry. So they rented this location and a bunch of people got together to do all these types of activities. And true to form, uh, Steve Carell showed up late, so he didn't get to have the same, like, built team building and charisma. So he's still kind so, of like the outsider yeah, in he's, this family. And he's an outsider throughout the whole movie, kind of. So ultimately, they show up to this um, main lake house, I think is what it is. And he is a divorcee, or, or not divorcee, he is a widower. Oh, wow. Widower. And has three daughters. Mm -hmm. And he is a columnist for a local newspaper and kind of gives life advice in his calmness, almost like a Dear Abby type character. And throughout this events of going to visit with family, his young teenage daughter, played by Britt Robertson, is in the throes of teenage love and things that like, it's never ending and she's found her soulmate. And, you know, he of course, having, you know, met and lost the love of his life, understands or reports to know what love means. And um, it's fantastic. Yeah, <clears throat> and, and and some surprising uh, uh, cameos, whether it's from Dane Cook, Emily Blunt Emily is in there, Blunt, yeah, um, and uh, you know just great cast. It's it's heartwarming, has a fantastic original soundtrack from Sande Sandre Lerche. If I'm probably slaughtering his name, but it's a complete original uh, song soundtrack from him, and it works perfectly with it has some very quotable lines if you have teenage yeah, daughters. Very much. Um, <laughs> chief among them, you are a murderer of love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's quirky, it's cute, it's got, it hits all the right beats, all the right notes. Like, it's just, it's perfect regardless of what age you are um, and what genres you like. Like, you know, yeah. it's, it's for everybody. Yeah. Um, so the other trapped with your trapped with my family subgenre is grumpy old men. Yes, grumpy old men. It's Walter probably Matthau, Jack Lemon, like probably their best matchup in a movie. Yeah, it's it's so funny. Like they're these <laughs> best friends that live next door to each other, but gripe about each other, and and both widowers, both widowers, and you know fighting over the same woman. And, and they're 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 fishermen, and that's kind of their bonding it's thing. Just so funny, and all and hell gets torn up as soon as this attractive female shows up to run her own bait shop. Yeah, and just you know everything goes to crap and they're their kids like there's that kind of mess mesh up there and you know it's just dealing with family and friends and neighbors and all of that jazz and bitter rivalries that you thought were rivalries. buried yes yes and i know that you like this this next one um i have only seen it i think once or twice uh but dutch yeah with ethan embry and um I can't remember his name. I'm sorry, dude. Um, <laughs> he was the father. He was the father in uh, Married with Family. Yeah. Married with Children. Married with Children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch it that much. <laughs> um, but it's a great Thanksgiving uh, time period movie. Um, ultimately about so he's the stepdad. Yeah, he's the stepdad, or like dating he's dating, the mom. dating the yeah, mom. Yeah, and at least. so he he goes to pick up the kid from um, boarding school. Boarding school. And just the hijinks of bringing him home and, you know, the kid doesn't want anything to do with this guy. 
Um, and, and he's trying to build a relationship with him. Yeah, so just hilarious. Um, it's a great movie, like if you've got teenagers or if you ever were a teenager. Um, it's just, it's really, really funny. Yeah, so good, good road travel movie. Better <laughs> than ra trains, planes, and automobiles. Yeah, you hate that movie. Well, I just watched it for the first time this year, and I just don't understand the hype. But yeah. uh, the other trapped with my family uh, movie, and necessarily trapped, but uh, came out in recent years. We both really like it. Um, it was Instant Family. Yeah, and the reason it's included in Trapped with My Family is specifically for the Thanksgiving scene in this movie, mm -hmm. um, where you know, of course, they're all together at Thanksgiving, and like happens in these types of situations, you know, topics get brought up that probably shouldn't and tempers flare and uh, all of that. Jazz. And so siblings fight. Siblings fight. And so that's why it's on this list, but we kept it here just because we love this movie. Like it's, it's such a great movie. Uh, I, I am not a crier in movies, but this is one of those movies it, that makes me cry every time. Um, it's so heartfelt and it just, um, it, it it's 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 a wonderful movie to point out like how families aren't perfect yeah and you stumble through it and try and make it work and and it turns out okay yeah um but just really funny because you know like you know families have arguments and you know there's a great part it's got uh, the great comedian tom segura mm -hmm. uh and uh he he has this line where he watches his wife fight with her sister and he's like are you gonna fight you guys are going to fight. Have a great fight. Bye. See you later. Even yeah. the first moments, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Some other solid picks for the time, you know, between, you know, October and before Christmas movies start taking over um, are things like Rudy, um, you know, football movie. As Jerry Goldsmith that did the score so. for I think so. Yeah. One of the best scores for a movie. Yeah. That song, like, is just. You hear it, you know it. Like you know Rudy. exactly that it's Rudy. You know, even if you've only seen Rudy once, you know that it's Rudy. Well, and Sean Astin is so good Sean in that Astin character. Sean Astin is amazing. And, you know, like, you know, talk about patience and perseverance with chasing your dreams. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's perfect for that. Yeah. And, you know, it's probably the best football movie I can think of outside of Remember the Titans. Yeah, which would also be another solid watch. In another solid watch. November. We're basically provoking your friend Daniel to go watch Remember I know, the Titans again. I know. <laughs> it's all these sports movies. Uh, the next one is a family feature that m most people generally like. I I haven't met anyone that doesn't like this movie so far. But it's uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, directed by Wes Anderson. It's a stop-motion animation movie. Um, great for the fall season. And it's just fun and silly and has a, a, a massive cast. Mm -hmm. um, can't go wrong. So it's a solid pick there. Um, another movie I want to mention for a solid pick for the fall, um, you know, it gets around to be the first part of November and I think of Veterans Day. I, I tend to like some military movies. One of the movies I'm planning on watching this year, one movie that I, I really like that I don't think people talk about very much is uh, Behind Enemy Lines with mm -hmm. Gene Hackman and Owen Wilson. Um, it's a bit of a cheesy action slock but like it's fun and it takes place around Thanksgiving as far as I remember. And he goes down behind, behind enemy lines when a series of um, military weapons placed on the border that they didn't know about wind up firing off and shooting him down behind enemy lines and they try and get him back. And 
you know, it's it's a solid movie. I, I I think it deserves more attention than I think it got in the '90s or 2000s. I can't remember which one it came out in, but yeah. And I haven't seen it, so maybe I'll have to. Watch oh, you've it never seen this it? Year. Mm -hmm. No, it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And then the quintessential movie that after Thanksgiving, so either on Thanksgiving Day or shortly thereafter, that you have to watch in order to transition fully. You don't have to. You can do what you want. But from Thanksgiving into Christmas has to be Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. You literally start the movie yeah. with the, the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Day parade. Yeah. yeah, and then you're successfully transitioning into to Christmas. I had never watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade until was pretty... I was married to you. Yeah. I uh, knew of it because of Miracle on 34th sure. Street, but... Uh, I didn't actually know that it actually took place every year. <laughs> um, so, like, that is how uh, unaware I was. Is Sorry. that, you know, yeah, it took place in this movie uh, and then in the remake. I mean, the parade is not what it once was. Um, you know, helium being what it is and being scarce. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, 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 it was a big thing. Um, more so when I was younger, like, it was a bigger to do really fun it was a nice thing to wake up to in the morning and watch while you had breakfast that morning mm -hmm. and kind of distract yourself until you get ready for the middle of the day for what most people i think have i don't know most people i know do their thanksgiving lunch in the middle of the day but now the thing is is with miracle on 34th street you like the original i do and i like the original but i like the 90 version better which is and, so interesting and part of it is i really really like richard attenborough as Santa. See, and Richard Attenborough is always John Hammond for me. And so trying to see John Hammond as Santa Claus, it feels like he's trying to pull something over on you. Yeah. Well. But that's just me. But sure. I also didn't, you know, I grew up with the, with the original, original version. Um, you know, by the time the new one came out, and again, we didn't watch a lot of new movies uh, in my house growing up. And so I don't even remember when it was that I saw the new one. And so it had probably been out for quite a while, and at that point it was like, eh. So for your for your exposure to the movie, when you went from your memory when you were younger, was it in black and white or color? Black and white. So when you recommend for people that have never seen it, would you say watching the original in black and white or color? Um, there are. There's something about watching it how it was originally filmed in the black and white, but I do also watch it in the colorized version it's just a little jarring and weird because if you're familiar with black and white yeah because the colors are very oversaturated like they're not very. natural and normal looking um but there's like this but it almost seems permissible because it's and like charm to it it's 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 very like department store yes. pastels yes like it it fits so well like with the theme of what the movie is, you know, right. the over the top. You're willing to forgive it aspects, even if it isn't the original. Yeah, of like the Macy's Day Parade and then the magic of Christmas and, and all that jazz. So um, I've watched the colorized version uh, more now um, just because, you know, it adds a little whimsy. Yeah. For the John Hughes 98 version, I believe it is, just go with color. <laughs> is there <laughs> it's, a it's only version? color. I'm just being You're silly so with you. Silly. I'm being ridiculous. But yeah, um, 
pick your choice. I think I'll watch the original again just to give it another shot, but I don't know, man. I really like it. Yeah, see, and I watched a lot more uh, old movies, you know, things from the 30s, 40s, 50s than you did growing up. Right. And so it makes sense that I would like the older version, which it's not even the original. There are older versions than that. Mm. Um, but yeah, that that is the version that I like versus the more modern one. Yeah. Um, so that's our movies for November. I'm sure that we'll probably do an additional episode in November, maybe. Um, but for sure, we'll have one for December when we start talking about uh, Christmas movies. Yeah, I which, about that. Which we love. That's going to be hard. Like, if it was hard to narrow our list for Halloween, it's going to be hard to narrow our list for Christmas, for sure, too. Yeah. So, if you have any feedback, feel, feel free to reach out to us, let us know. Otherwise, we'll catch you on the next episode. Yeah, have a good Thanks. one, guys. Bye.